I'm Mike Phillips. I'm Kevin Cazell. I'm Scott Pellegrim. And we're Origami. And we are live, live at, at River, River City, City Studios. Studios. Hey, I'm Ellen Taylor, and this is Live at River City Studios, welcoming the one and only Scott Pellegrim. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So you start off in Grand Haven as a wee little lad, and you wind up here at River City Studios by way of what? Because I hear you've made a lot of stops along the way. You know, it's been, uh, the past few years have been really, really busy. I've been fortunate to travel and tour throughout Europe, North America, and Asia. And uh, I actually think I played in China more than I played in Grand Rapids last year. How do you make your way into China? You know, it's kind of odd. Like, I found, I found my way into the music industry by way of the, the drum industry. And what I do is I demo products, I do drum clinics and drum education, and solo drum performance. And what happens, there's a lot of trade shows and drum festivals, and I get asked or invited to go and do them. And that's how I ended up in China. And now you aren't a part-time musician. Your paycheck comes solely from music. Yeah, solely from music and solely pretty much from drumming. Drumming alone. Not, I don't really go out and tour with bands too much anymore. It's all from drum clinics and drum education. Now, are you teaching young kids, older kids, uh, uh, adults? Are you mentoring bands? Or, I mean, yeah. what kind of clinics <clears throat> are you putting on? Well, I kind of have a lot of different stuff going on. You know, I, I started to get my hands into doing uh, a lot of different studio work and some producing and co-writing with a lot of different artists. I get called to do sessions for, you know, anyone who needs a drummer. Um, when it comes to education, though, I used to work a lot in high schools and some of, the, like, the community colleges. Um, but now I kind of just give lessons to an intermediate to advanced players. And really my main gig now is going out and performing in front of a lot of people, giving drum de demonstrations about drum technique clinics, you know, all that good stuff. So you definitely do it all. Now, when it comes to your music, who would you say influences you? What, what kind of feel are you for people who don't know who you are? You know, it's kind of funny. I mean, when it comes to drummers, I, I love everybody. Like one of my biggest influences was Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa. And that was, uh, my dad exposed me to that music at a young age. I listened to a lot of classical and listened to a lot of big band. And then, you know, my brothers and my sister got me into, like, The Cure and Boingo Boingo and Devo and stuff like that when I was really young. Um, but it comes down to musicians. The one person that really inspired me the most was Louis Armstrong. I just liked his personality, his attitude. He's always smiling. And he had a really difficult life growing up. But, you know, when I hear him, it's just, I just can't help but smile. And I really want to try to project that energy when I'm playing on the drums, you know. I'm happy, I'm excited, and even letting out some, some tension, you know. I want people to be engaged and entertained and kind of just forget about everything else.
Now, you made reference to your dad and your siblings. Are they musicians, too? Do you get some influence from them? You know, um, I always listen to music. I think my family always, you know, they welcome music and musicians all the time. You know, my sister played trumpet and piano. Uh, my brother Chris did the same thing. Um, I think I just was around music a lot, but none of them really pursued it, but they all were really talented. And I just kind of was stubborn at a young age. I remember when I was, like, in kindergarten, when we were drawing pictures, I was drawing pictures with, like, a 30-piece drum set and big lights, you know, and, like, me rocking. So I just knew it was something I wanted to do. So, you know, my parents and my family allowed me to just pursue it. Do you feel like you're living that picture now? I am. You know, sometimes it's hard to realize that. But, you know, I look back and I look at my passport and see all the stamps of the different countries and go, wow, you know, like I'm traveling the world playing drums, like not only just making a living as a musician, but making a living solely as a drummer in the drum industry. And it's really cool. And sometimes it's hard to like feel accomplished from that because I always want to do better and I want to do more. But it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. Do you feel like you've achieved everything that you want to achieve and you're ready to just kind of slide into retirement, you know, whether that is oh, so no. many years down the line? Or, no. or what's next now that you've achieved that picture that you drew when you were so young? I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff I want to do, you know, like uh, I, I still haven't done like a major tour with a, a large pop act. And the reason I haven't really done that now is I wanted to develop my own career and kind of find my own voice as a drummer and a musician. And along that way, you know, I've, I've met a lot of great people, like uh, the guys at Four Finger Five, you know, Bill Chrysler and, and uh, Kevin and all these players. And I've been learning to write, you know, and I'm writing and doing lyrics. And I'm kind of pushing myself more that way, more of a studio guy. And uh, I don't think I'll ever be accomplished because I never, I mean, every day I wake up, I learn something new. And it's like, I just, I know the inner drummer that I want to be. I can see it, but I'm not even close to it yet. So I have years and years to go. So you spend time mentoring intermediate to advanced drummers and their kids who, you know, you once were before. If you could give yourself some advice back then and to, you know, other students that are trying to become you, what would that be? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, I have to say, for me, I really learned to, to just go out and get what I wanted. You know, if there was a drummer that blew my mind, whether they're in New York or L.A. or somewhere, I would go and take lessons from them and ask them, how did you get your start, you know? Um, for me, I got my start by like going out and playing in the clubs when I was like 15, 16 years old, and I was playing three or four nights a week. And I had a mentor, Dorica Watson, who helped me uh, build up a, a student clientele. And, you know, you just kind of learn. I mean, there's really no right or wrong way with music. You can go to school and you could, you know, get your doctorate, and that could work for you. Or you could not go to school, you know, and just travel. And for me, I, I, I did school for a year, and I said, it's not for me. And I just went and traveled, and I toured. And... I kind of just found my niche, you know. It's, I would just say you just can't give up. If it's something that you truly want to do and it's going to make you happy and you love to do it, then you have to fight for it and you just have to go for it.
Scott Pellegrim, joined by Oral Gami. Introducing to these other two guys sitting along with you. All right, on our far left, we have Mike Phillips Jr. on bass, and we have Kevin Cazell on guitar. Kevin, brown chicken, brown trout, yes? Yes. Mike Phillips Jr., I remember you. Yep. Live at River City Studios episode with? Four Finger Five. Four Finger Five. <laughs> Last week. Now, Kevin, tell me, how do you guys get together, the three of you? Well, I've known Scott for a couple years, and we've been playing together for those two years. And then we decided we wanted to start something a little different, like kind of a jam, kind of experimental sort of deal, just to have fun, pretty much. Then Scott knows Mike, so we brought him along and started playing this little open jam down in Muskegon, and then it turned into basically just a fun gig to make a couple extra bucks and then turned into this band. So Now, Mike, tell me, what's different between Four Finger <coughs> Five and Origami? Well, the... Racial makeup is the exact same, <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the most part in Four Figure Five, we have a set thing that we do. I guess with all of us, with whatever bands we do, we have a set thing that we kind of do with that band, and then with this band, we just come, we just like, hey, let's just throw it down, whatever. Now, Scott, you guys are all about improvisation. Yes. How can you do that as a band? I mean, don't you guys have music that you read and you play all the time? I mean... I, I'm not a musician, so help explain this to me. How do you guys improvise as a group? Well, it's kind of fun. Usually before a gig, when we're hanging out out back, we just start beatboxing or coming up with a, an idea, and we walk on stage and just go with that. You know, our concept is to not just be chaotic and to improvise, you know, but to try to sound like we have a structured idea, you know, and going off of that. And I, I think we kind of use the traditional jazz standards of coming up with a head or mm -hmm. a theme, and then, you know, Kevin will rip a solo, or, or Mike will, or maybe they'll play a vamp for me to solo over, and then we bring it out. Um, but we really, I mean, we have our eyes on each other. Like, the whole time we play, we set up so we're just looking at each other and try to communicate with hand signals and head gestures to go up, go down, change time. It's, it's really fun. I mean, it's kind of tiring to do that for a set or two, <laughs> yeah, thinking off yeah. the top of your head, you know? We just listen. It's like the other half of being a musician. It's like... You obviously play, you make music, but you have to listen in order to really get it across. And that's basically what we push more so in this band, is just to listen to each other more and then take your ideas from there. How do you feel these two bring out what you see as an artist and what you see in your music? How do you feel like these two help you achieve those goals? They make me sound a lot better than I am, <laughs> first and foremost. But, I mean, I think we all kind of think alike. I mean, we really love music. We listen to it. We practice. We're playing all the time. You know, Mike and I play in church together, and Kevin and I play together, and we all have just revolving side projects. And um, in this gig in particular, like, all I have to do is play eighth notes on a ride cymbal, and one of these guys will just do something, and it's like, okay, there we go. That's what we're doing. You know, someone will take charge, and that's where the song's going to go. And Mike and, and Kevin never run out of ideas, so they can keep me inspired.
And we are live at, at River City, City Studios. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Yeah. <laughs> We are all Gami. Live at River City. Come on, guys. We are all Gami. Live at River City Studios.